afternoon and welcome to the Let's Talk podcast. I'm Regina Watts. And I am Denise Wiggins, the co-host. We want to thank you for joining us for our every Tuesday at 7 p.m. podcast. This month is Women's History Month. So we want to focus on some dynamic women who are doing great things in our community. This week, we have the honor of having as a guest, India Brown of India Insures. Denise, you can read the bio. Yes, I'm so excited to have this jewel on here with us this evening. She, I hope y'all got your paper and pen. India <laughs> Brown is the founder of India Insurance. As a mom of three, young and entrepreneur, India Brown is determined to leave an impact within her community and a legacy. As a previous real estate agent and caregiver, India is looking to take the stage in her newest business development that truly pulls at her heartstrings. In, two, in 2017, India started India Insurance in Largo, Maryland, and now located in national, oh, now located at the National Harbor in 2020. India launched the Black Moms Insure campaign. Oh, I love that. Okay, let me get focused, y'all. <laughs> the reason. The reason for this campaign is India knew she wanted to help women just like her obtain peace of mind. She knew the challenges some women face and their financial concerns. She wanted to help women retire very comfortably, help with college tuition for all of their children, help protect women and their families if or when they become ill, or most importantly, create generational wealth. India envisioned a team of 150 women who shared her vision and want to help reduce the wealth gap within our community. The core mission of India Insurers is to empower families with the information that enables them to make sound financial decisions in an effort and reduce and or eliminate the wealth gap in the underserved community. I'm loving it. Yes, India. <laughs> India, welcome, welcome. We are so happy to have you. And um, we, I, so uh, for full disclosure, India is a friend of mine who I've known, whew, how long, India? Probably 20 years? Yeah, over, actually, but yep. Yep, it's been, yeah, it's been a long time. So, um, and India is one of, you know how you have the girlfriends who are entrepreneurial minded and um, want to see you succeed. India is definitely one of those women who I turn to. She always has a kind word. She always has encouragement and she's always very motivating. And sometimes she get me into stuff too. And then she don't do it. But we ain't going to talk about that. I'm talking about the uh, notary stuff, but we ain't going to talk about that. That's not what we're here for today. <laughs> but anyway, um, so when we decided that we wanted to spotlight and highlight some women who are doing great things in the community, I thought of India because I knew her passion for um, insurance. So um, my first question to you, India, what made you decide to sell insurance, life insurance? Um, good question, Regina. So definitely life insurance is not normally, especially in our community, a sexy topic, right? We kind of like shy away from it. Like, yeah. Um, and so to be honest with you, as a kid, my father drove a cab, but he used to always, I used to ride with him. He would always tell me stories about um, when he was a life insurance agent and how it created general, I mean, residual income. And as a kid, you're like, it's one end out the other. You're like, all right, daddy, okay, well, whatever. But 
as I became an adult and life changed for me and then I had to care for my father, I needed something that created um, freedom, flexibility, mm-hmm. um, and also allowed me to earn a significant income in doing so. So I looked into life insurance and I saw that it was more powerful financially, actually, than real estate. Um, and so I got into it and then I just started sharing my story, my real life story about it. And it just, it's just been good ever since. Wow. I yep. love it. How yep. can insurance be used to create wealth, India? That is something that we as African-Americans and how important that we tap into these type of resources. So, so going back again to what I said, sometimes in our community, life insurance is taboo or something that we don't like to talk about because it, it makes us talk about our demise. Um, but in reality, it's going to happen to every person living, right? Um, but how can it create generational wealth? Very easily, just honestly by being educated and knowing the power within it. It's not always about death. You can use life insurance to plan for your retirement. You can use it to fund different investments. Um, People in different communities use it all the time. And for us, it just seems to be so taboo. But for me, and because my niche market is moms and sometimes single moms, because I can can relate to them on their level, I teach them the example that I follow. And it's just that so Let's say, take me for an example. Let's say I have a half a million dollar policy, right? And my daughter is going to receive that when I pass away. That, not a lot of money, but it's definitely half a million more than what she had. So my will says, okay, I want you to take $25,000 and purchase you a $1 million life insurance policy so this cycle can continue. Um, I can also leave instructions to say, take $50,000 and pay off our home. Well, she can use that money to, to start a business, pay for her education, do all sorts of things that sometimes we have difficulties doing because we didn't have the start that other communities have. So learning the power of it within and teaching us how to rinse and repeat, I guess, in simple terms, is one way to create generational wealth and definitely an easy way to do it within our community. That's good. That's really good. Um, I know, like you said, the subject of life insurance, we don't talk about it enough in our communities. And it's so unfortunate because um, if the COVID um, pandemic didn't teach us anything. It should have taught us that we need to be prepared um, because a lot of people passed away during this pandemic. But in general, Black people use a GoFundMe as as a way to try to get help to bury their loved loved ones when they haven't had anything in place. So we need to try to stop doing that and look into life insurance. Um, Another question I wanted to ask is one that you hear a lot. Uh, Can you explain the difference between whole life insurance and term life insurance? Sure. And it's easy. I actually created an ebook. I call it Life Insurance 101 that I want to be able to give out because a lot of people ask kind of like the same questions over and over again. And just to just kind of have as a reference. But to answer your question. So there are two types. They're term and permanent and permanent can be whole life or universal life. So I like to give it by example. So term is definitely more affordable as far as, excuse me, premium wise. So if a single mom is on a budget, um, typically 
we go with term and you get a lot more coverage. So traditionally, a good example is, let's say you just purchased a home and your home is worth $400,000. So you want to say, I need something in place to protect this house in case something happens to me. So it would be typical to get a 30-year term for $400,000. For a 40-year-old woman, that's honestly about $40 to $50 a month for $400,000 in life insurance, right? And then God forbid something happens to her, the family has enough money now to at least be able to stay in the home, pay the mortgage off. Mm-hmm. That's an example of a way to use a term. And a term lasts for a set period of time. Um, one year, five years, 10 years, 20 years. Um, it just depends. And people use terms for different reasons. That mortgage example is just one example. Now, when you get into the whole life, whole life is permanent. It's more expensive, but it does not expire. <clears throat> but I teach my clients how to renew their terms. But a whole life lasts your whole life. Um, so it doesn't expire as long as you pay your premium. If you live to be 115, you're, you'll always have life insurance. And it can build cash value <clears throat> depending on how you use it. So some people use it to set up a retirement fund. Some people use it. Um, whole life policies, they start them, their children are very young. So by the time they're an adult, they have a good start, um, a good, I don't want to say chunk of money, but chunk of money to kind of do some things with. So it kind of works like a mortgage, depending on what product you have. Um, but whole life, people like whole life because it does build cash value. And after it accumulates cash value, you can borrow um, against it. And a lot of people, a lot of wealthy people use these type of tools to become more wealthy, pretty much. They use these tools as their own bank to fund other endeavors and things that they're doing in their lives. But again, to answer your question, term is for a specific period of time and whole life is it lasts your whole life. Okay, that was one of my questions I was going to ask you. Can you borrow against the policy so you can borrow against whole life? Got it. Yes, you can. Mm-hmm. So, India, I want to ask if, if a person have a term, can they switch it over to a whole life? Absolutely. Depends on how your agent set you up. You can also get your premiums back. So let's take an example. Let's say you had a 10-year term and you're 40 years old and it's going to expire when you're 50. I teach my clients to renew their term before it expires. That's number one. But you can convert it into a whole life. Also, you can um, have an option for a return of premium. So let's say an example, some people might use the term, let's say you loaned a family member $100,000 and you wanted to insure it and you gave them 10 years to pay it back or five years. Traditionally, you could that person would take out a life insurance policy for the amount owed to you. And if they paid it back, you can have a return of premium on it. You can get your premiums back or you can just cancel out the policy. But you can convert it into a whole life to ask, answer your question. So there's so many different options that you have with term and whole. Um, but yes, you can convert it to a whole life. <laughs> okay. That's a good question because I have a couple of policies myself. And the one that the, I have, one of my policies is with Allstate. And that's a million dollar policy, but it's a term. And I want to switch it over to a whole. So I reached out to the people. They hadn't got back with me yet. So I'm going to reach out to them again. Okay, that's good information. Well, India um, is my insurance agent. And um, what do I have, India? I can't remember. 
I don't remember either, Regina. <laughs> <laughs> I got to look at my policy. Okay, I can't remember. I know you do a million of them. So, you you know, it's not on the top of your list because this has been a while since I got a policy with you. But um, so I want to talk about this campaign. You do a lot of marketing on your campaign. And one of the ones that I always find funny, but it's not funny, um, a way that you get people's attention is you always say you can cover your baby daddy or you can cover your boo. So can you explain how you can um, cover people who you are not married to? So, yeah, so um, <clears throat> I got a lot of feedback, good and bad, uh, for that, for that one, um, <laughs> the baby daddy plan. But anyway, so it initially started with me and a few girlfriends, honestly, at my house, just having, you know, some food and talking or whatever. And just off of regular conversation, I was saying that, you know, how sometimes you are in your second relationship, you may have gone through a divorce or, you know, you have children with someone that you're no longer with. And so I was just explaining to the ladies that my older two children's father, I have coverage on him because his family may look to me to help, God forbid, if something happens to him. And and furthermore, um, just to get personal, um, I deserve, you know, to be paid back the money that I didn't. <laughs> so <laughs> so um, I, I called it. I called it the baby daddy plan. And so every woman in the room was like, oh my God, I need that. So what happens is this, if you have kids with someone and you're no longer with them, right? Or you're divorced or separated or whatever the case may be. Let's say you have younger kids and child support is in place. If that father or other parent passes away, doesn't that child support go away? Because mm-hmm. he's not here to pay it anymore. So having life insurance or someone within the insurance world is called an insurable interest. You actually have an insurable interest on your baby daddy because there are children involved. And so you want to be able to still be able to send your children to college and do all of those things that you still would do. And so in the baby daddy plan, honestly, was just to really get attention and to talk in the language that some of my girlfriends talk. And it wasn't a, to be offensive at all. It was it worked because they was like, oh, wait a minute, my baby daddy. You know what I mean? So it wasn't to be offensive it was really to just get attention and to educate on whether you're a single mom or dad the importance of having insurance on the absent parent um and so that's how the baby daddy came about and then the insure you and your boo is for couples again i try to make insurance fun sexy all of those things because it's not right so i try to come up with terms to get people's attention so they'll want to know and so insure your boo is just basically a couple making sure that each one is protected in the event that something happens because a lot of times um, a household is dependent on two incomes and if one stops due to death or illness then what so ensure you and your boo was just to make sure that you and your boo are covered and you know we're going to take each other while we're here and while we're gone so that's how they came about. Well, they were very attention um, getting because I remember seeing them and I thought that was a good idea to um, be able to ensure your, um, when you said your baby daddy, for me, I thought about it from another perspective because I was trying to be the bigger person. God forbid something happens to my ex-husband. My kids would want their father to be buried properly mm-hmm. So I might have to spend a dollar on him. I don't know, but <laughs> I'm thinking about it. <laughs> I'm thinking about it, but that is, but I don't, 
I guess I have to talk to you to see how you how you do that because I don't know if he had if anything like his health. I don't know any of that information that they right. usually ask you. Right. And and that sparks the conversation, to be honest with you, because some people don't have a good rapport and some people do. Um, and some fathers, I mean, if the father is the absent parent, honestly respect that the mother wants to make sure that things like that are taken care of. So it really depends on the relationship that you have, but you can get insurance on your baby daddy because you all have children together, bottom line. Okay. Wow. Mm, okay. I'm going to think about it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh. Anyway, yeah. is is there anything else that really, really in your industry that you can think of off the top of your head that you think that we need to know about insurance that hasn't been really expressed? Regina, um, wait a minute. Let me go back to the baby daddy thing. Okay. okay. India, what about if the children are grown? You still have an insurable interest. You still have an insurable interest. I'm, I'm trying to get my money, Andy. You didn't got me. You just spiked up. That's what I said. Right. I mean, because really, if especially if you have a good rapport, like if something was to happen to him, maybe his family may thought that you had. Maybe you had one when you were together and still have it. You, you know how we can get family can get. Um, and so it's never. It's no such thing as too much protection. Period. Really, is not. You know what I mean. And so again. Okay. Yeah, it goes back to just really just honestly doing the right thing, in my opinion. It's not about, oh, I need a million dollars on my baby daddy. No, but in all honesty, I think if something would happen to him, I would be one of the people that they would reach out to. And I'm mm-hmm. telling the truth. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, I wouldn't be the first one to reach out to, but let me, let me yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, mean, I don't think I'd be the first one to I'm on the list, you know. <laughs> Okay. Okay. What else? What else do you want us to know about insurance? <laughs> she got us over here thinking, like, should we or should we not? We like oh, jumping, I... like jumping double that. Should we? Should we not? Yeah, it's really, it's really important though. It really is. I was just talking to my niece today, and she's good and grown. And her father reached out to her to tell her that he had heart condition and kidney condition and get coverage like for, for real like yeah it, it's it's needed it really is needed you guys be so surprised what if, speaking it. about that what about our parents so like my parents you know my parents are both older and they probably have some policies of their own but what mm-hmm. about if I wanted to get a policy on them um but suppose they have medical conditions is that going to make the premium be really high yes and no so there there's coverage out there for everyone. I'm glad you asked that question because a lot of people think that they are uninsurable due to pre-existing um, conditions. So there are there's coverage out there for everyone. Let me just say that. And then if you are, you know, like one of those knockout questions where you, you can't get coverage, there's still coverage for you. It's called guaranteed issue where there's policies where they don't ask medical questions. However, to answer your questions, in cases like that, the premiums are higher because you are more of a risk. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Right. If you mm-hmm. if you can't answer medical questions, then the insurance company knows that you are a higher risk, and so all of that will be based on on premium and how that would how that would go. Oh wow! I need to yeah. think about that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, that's part of being when you become a 
caregiver for your parents, the roles reverse. And so you have to think these things. And even though I know both of my parents have um, life insurance, um, I had a conversation. I think I told you this, India, my mother was like, she think that we should get some coverage on her. So um, I'm going to talk to you about that all on an, uh, at another time. But what else can the community, what else should our community be doing with life insurance? Okay, so it's a ton of things that life insurance or insurance in general can do. So let me just say this. So a lot of times we have to insure our car, right? Especially in Maryland. I don't know what the rule is in the United States. You have to insure your car. You can't drive off the lot without it. You purchase a home, you have to have homeowner's insurance. Even when you rent, you have to have renter's insurance. Now it's mandatory to have health insurance. Life insurance, in my in my belief, should be mandatory just because of, like you said, eliminating the GoFundMe and also the generational wealth. But life insurance also is not just something that you have to pass away to use. Life insurance is there in times of illness, like heart attack, critical, chronic, and terminal illness. Um, true story. Uh, I can't use names. Um, someone that was close to me suffered a stroke. And I had coverage for them and we were able to access living benefits um, and act and have access to money because he suffered um, an illness. So life insurance is not just something that you have to pass for you. So I want our community to know that, too, because, like you say, in this pandemic, um, anything can happen. And I'm, I'm sure you all know stories of somebody who was, was in the ICU and who beat COVID but still suffering from the impact of it right and so living benefits could have stepped in and said okay so you've been down for a couple of months you qualify to receive 80 percent of your face amount if you have a hundred thousand dollar policy 80 percent of that is eighty thousand dollars right mm-hmm. um, wait a right wait a i need to slow you on down so but you have to have a whole policy though right you have to have what again does the policy have to be a whole no no all the policies that I offer my clients have living benefits, term life, whole life, all of all of my clients that qualify have living benefits. Regina's one of them. You have living benefits. That's imperative. As a mom that we all go through things like cancer, and I know we know someone who's experienced it, all of my clients who qualify are covered. God forbid if something like that should happen to them. Yeah. yeah. Stuff. I got three different residuals from that but you know yeah. what another thing I remember India and maybe you can speak to this I knew somebody who had an uh, insurance policy and they were older and when their children got they had an insurance policy for a long time so I don't know what if they had whole life or term but when their kids got older they were able to take money out of their insurance company to give their child for a down payment on a house mm-hmm. yeah insurance does a lot people just aren't educated to it again especially in our community it's that's gonna make me talk about death and I don't want to talk about it like you know and so we shy away from it but once you become educated on the power of it it's huge like I I made a post today about disability coverage like for me example I'm a 1099 employee I'm not a w-2 so if if I get injured or sick I don't have short-term disability but because I offer it I can also be covered with disability. So God forbid I break my leg and I can't go meet clients for four months. I, I have access to a monthly income that will come, you know, step in. So there's 
so many different aspects that the insurance could do. Like I said, disability, living benefits, saving for retirement. I mean, the list can honestly go on and on, but there are a lot of different things that insurance can do um, that people, I guess, aren't truly um, aware of. But yeah. Wow. This was good. And it was really good for the for the simple fact that when you get off this call, you better find out what kind of insurance I got so I can <laughs> see what kind of benefits I can access. Okay, I can tell you for certain you have living benefits. I don't know the benefit amount. I know the company that I wrote you with, so I know for certain that you have living benefits. I just okay. don't know. We need a meeting yeah. to go over my benefits. because I, I know that's right. Because okay. I need to make sure and see what I can get. But then I really do want to um see about the one for my mom too or for both of my parents actually so I want to see about that as well but um these are the conversations that our community needs to have so Mm -hmm. that we can educate ourselves how can we get this kind of how can we disseminate this kind of information to the community so we can have these conversations because like you said um whenever anybody talks about life insurance they think somebody is about to die yeah Mm -hmm. It's, it, it takes people like me to keep uh, putting information out there, trying to educate, share information, and not being afraid of the conversation. Again, my spin was to kind of make it funny sometimes, sexy, entertaining, educational, all of those things. Because, again, people will scroll past your post of all you're talking about is you got to die, you know. So I try to make it um all of those things. But it, it takes people like you and I to just keep sharing the information because, it's needed. And ju- and I was talking to you earlier today, and just as in the last past two weeks, Regina, I've experienced six deaths. The first it was four. We're up to six. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I am so sorry for that. So uh, when you said that, um, I wanted to just share something real quick. Um, I remember, and it's probably been 15 years now, Monday, my dad sat me down and he said, I want you to write my obituary. Mm-hmm. Me and your, he said, me and your mom is obituary. And I just starballing, thinking he was about to die. He was like, hold on. You see how emotional you are right now? If yeah. something really does happen, you are not going to be in the right mind frame to do anything because you're going to be so emotional. So I'm asking you to do it now. And then, you know, so if anything does happen, everything will already be done. You just got to update the dates and things like that. So it probably took me 10 years after that conversation to write both of my parents' obituaries. And I did it and I sent it to him, sent it to them. And thank God they're still with me. But I understand now what he meant by taking the emotion out of it because you're going to be devastated when your loved one is not here. And I think it'll add to your um, emotional distress knowing you're not prepared because you don't have life insurance. So we have to have these kind of conversations. We have to do better as a community of um, taking care of our family. If everybody just start with one policy for one person and just keep going and keep going until the whole family is covered. Um, Mm -hmm. And we, we just have to have these conversations. We do. A lot of people shy away from it because they think that it's you know, very expensive and they can't afford it. And my thing is some coverage is better than none. I'm mm-hmm. not one of those agents that's going to try to push 
something down your throat that I know you can't afford. You know what I mean? Like, again, my audience really is mothers. And then to be honest with you, a lot of them are single mothers. So going in, I know that I'm dealing with someone who is the sole breadwinner, the only breadwinner. So most of the times budget is an issue. But most of the mothers that I work with are still very properly protected. And we probably have to revisit some of them in a year or two because they may have gotten a raise or started another career. But for the most part, I teach that some coverage is better than none because things happen. Cancer happens unexpectedly. Oh, you know, no one raises their hand and say, I'm, I'll take a stroke next week. Mm-hmm. It just happens. You know what I mean? And so being covered, you know, is really essential because once something like that happens, your focus needs to be on getting better, not, mm-hmm. oh, my God, now I'm strapped financially, too. You know what I mean? Like it just adds on and makes things 10 times worse knowing that you are financially stable okay I can focus on getting better I have money now to do some alternative methods maybe some holistic treatment you know what I mean you know so I I really like to stress that it's not just about death but just peace of mind honestly peace of mind I agree it's yep. really got to do another one of these because our community needs to be enlightened they need to understand and the way you break it down, I mean, it can be spoon fed to a five year old. Like mm-hmm. this is this was really, really good. Yeah. Yeah. I really appreciated this. And um when we go um do uh actual live um podcast talk, which we're gonna speak it into existence, we would love for you to be one of the speakers because mm-hmm. we need to grab everybody's attention and get um, do our part to educate our community. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. Okay, Absolutely. India, thank you so much for joining us. Can you tell us where everybody can contact you to your information? Yeah, sure. So thank you, Regina. Thank you, Denise. This was good. Thank you for having me. And um, I'm on all social social media platforms. Facebook, what is it? Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, <laughs> all of them. <laughs> Um, at India Insurance. So it's the same across the board. You'll be able to find me. And then my website is IndiaInsurance.com. So that's where you can find me. Oh, thank you again, my friend, for enlightening us. And um, you better go find my policy, girl. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, I, I hand delivered it to you. So you have it too, my I friend. I do, but I probably <laughs> not know. I'm probably not going to re- know what I'm reading. So I need to okay. break down from you. So that's why I want you to do it. But anyway, so let me close out our show. Again, thank everybody (laughs) for tuning in to listening to um, Let's Talk with the Besties, Regina and Denise. I like to close the show with Proverbs 27, 9. It says, a sweet friendship refreshes the soul. And then I have to add, um, get you a best friend because mine is taken. Yes. (laughs) super cute that's so cute awesome 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 thank you so much y'all have a great one all right bye-bye all right